y'all, this is the Journey Till Podcast, and I'm your host, Sean Zanotti. I believe life is about the journey, not the destination, to find the journey in every step of the road, the highs and lows, the twists and turns, the ups and downs. It's in that, it's in those moments that really makes life so beautiful. Our guest today has a journey of her own. Please help me welcome Melissa Laurie to the show. Melissa, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be a part. I am so glad to have you. Let's just kind of jump right in. As I was researching and preparing for this show, I realized you wear so many different hats. Uh, You're a singer, you're a songwriter, you're a spiritual advisor, you're an influencer. What is your favorite hat, if you will, of all of those different titles? So it's really hard to say because I really do love being, you know, the model, the singer in that whole realm. It's been a part of my life for so long. I've go-go danced, I've done music videos and I've done singing and I've done modeling and I've done all these things. I really love it. But I really feel like now at this point in my life, I feel more connected to like my spiritual side. I definitely feel connected to my clients. I feel connected to the Reiki, the coaching. Um, I just feel like at a deeper level, that's my calling. Not that modeling and singing isn't my calling, but something about me just lights me up when I'm giving Reiki or teaching or talking about plant medicine. So I'm feeling as I'm getting older and as I'm kind of getting more back into who I really am, I definitely feel more connected to that side of myself. Very interesting. So how did that come about? How did you realize that, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm in on the spiritual side, I'm a spiritual advisor, and then I have a special gift. Was there some sort of aha moment that you had? I think so. I think um, it wasn't just one moment. I think I always knew that I was different deep down. I had a, this feeling that I'm a very sensitive person. Like even, you know, now it's funny. We'll we'll tell everybody we've been having all these mishaps with the internet, my internet. And I just want to cry because things aren't going my way. I'm very, very sensitive. I'm very in tune. I'm very intuitive. And I've kind of always dumbed that down in my life. And then I didn't realize that it's basically a superpower. Being able to feel everything so deeply and just being able to connect to everybody is really a superpower and it's a gift. And I think I struggled my whole life with, um, mental health issues. I've had anxiety, depression, suicide, all these things. I didn't understand why I didn't understand because I was so busy attuning to everybody else's energy, my own included, but everybody else. I've always just wanted to make sure everybody was good, make sure everyone felt good. So I think, you know, my journey kind of with plant medicine and my own personal journey with Reiki started about five years ago. And that completely transformed my life. Um, I had done everything. I'd been on medication. I'd been in therapy. I've tried so many things and nothing really ever helped me. It was when I found these healing modalities such as Reiki and plant medicine, um, psychedelics, breath work, yoga. That's when my life really started to transform and my mind started to change too. Everything about the world, everything I've seen, the way I see the world completely changed. What are some of the challenges that you have um, experienced that have come from being spiritually in tune in the industry? In the industry, it's, it's really tough in the industry because, you know, it's a place where people want to thrive, but there's a lot of darkness. And I think we all know that in the industry, there's a lot of evil. There's a lot of competition. There's a lot of darkness. 
it's, it's almost like this every man for himself, everybody will step on you just to make a quick buck, just to get, I I've experienced every part of it. I've been betrayed. I've been backstabbed. I've been lied to. I've seen it all. I've been, you know, I've been doing this for over 13 years, you know, the modeling and seeing in, in the industry. So I've seen a lot and it is hard because I'm an empath. I'm very sensitive. I'm very honest. So when people do things to me, it, it hurts me like times 10. It's like a knife in my heart times 10. So for me, I'm, you know, at 32 now, I still feel like I have naive parts of me, you know, reading contracts, when people say what they mean, what I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've had to realize and learn the hard way that unfortunately people talk a lot of SHIT. They really do. And even with girlfriends, I've been, I've been befriended just so they could get more followers on Instagram, just so they can get their artwork out there. And for me, it's like, I could never imagine such a thing. Right. But then I, I do get it because we're all hungry. We're all trying to be a star. We're all trying to make it. So some people will literally step on anybody to get to the top. And unfortunately I've had to experience that over the years with a lot of people. I've even to this day, I, I do model nude and I have to ask, I have to vet everybody. What are you doing with the photos? What are they for? I, I don't allow people to sell them. I don't allow them on adult sites. And somehow a lot of times they still end up in those places, even though I'm promised the world and it hurts, it hurts my heart. Cause you know, for me, I would never do, I would never do something to harm someone intentionally. And I think in the industry, there is a lot of that. Wow. So to that point, so you're saying that when you do nude modeling, you're asking as part of that component that you're not on these certain sites and yet, and still, you still find your pictures floating about. Unfortunately, yes. It's something that I'm still dealing with to this day of, you know, making mistakes when I was younger, not reading contracts fully, um, trusting words instead of actions. Um, again, even with friends of mine where we we teamed up and we were going to make artwork together and we created beautiful art pieces where I was the face, I was the body and I never got paid for anything. I never got paid. I never, where I've had to hire lawyers, it's gone ugly. And for me, it's like, I don't believe in suing. I don't believe in going after. And it's like, I have friends like joking, like, Melissa, you could be a millionaire by now. You could have sued all these people. And I'm like, ah, I believe in karma. I believe that they're going to, you know, it's just not in my nature to go after somebody and, and harm them, even though I've been harmed. Yeah. What's interesting to me about what you're saying is that you're also spiritually in tune and you, you teach people how to, you know, be aware of their spirituality. So in that sense, is it tough for you or do you not get a spiritual inclination, if you will, when it, these things happen to you yourself? Absolutely. I've like everything. I kind of, a part of my psychic ability is like, I almost know things and manifest. I I'm a manifester in the human design, if you know what the human design is. So we all have a human design. And for me, my problem is I kind of see into the future of like, what could potentially go wrong. I like to say that I'm Murphy's law which isn't a good way to look at myself because I'm like, anything that can go wrong will. And that's not like the best way to look at things. But the reality is, yes, I, I am very sensitive with a lot of the things um, that I do. And for me, it's kind of like, 
I have fear. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll play back and forth where I have fear. And then I'm just like all in because I know that the universe can never mess anything up. That's meant for us. Right. So if I have like that thought in that moment that I'm like, this is for me, I go just, I just dive in sometimes without thinking ahead, like, oh, what are the consequences? Because it felt so good in that moment. And then I'm like, oh, but everything's meant to be right. So, and I still have that view that everything is meant to be in that moment. If that's what you chose, that's what your soul was calling for. Mm, I love that. Yeah. What are three tips, three tips you can give to our viewers or listeners who are listening or listening right now. Um, and they may be interested in diving into their own spirituality and unsure of just how to begin that process. What do you suggest that that person should do? Okay. Three tips. Okay. That's good. Um, definitely start meditating, meditating and journaling this way. You can really get like in tune with your own self. I think that's the best way. And meditating is super hard and I still struggle with it because of our minds just constantly racing, right? Like just continuously racing at all times. It's really hard to shut that down. But when you're in a meditative state and you're journaling, you really can get in touch with like your inner thoughts. Even if you're just writing down words, like whatever comes to your mind, like pain, fear, guilt. Um, I think another thing would be asking questions. Ask people around you help. Ask questions, get curious, get out there and get curious. And if you feel like someone could help you, ask them. That's what I get questions all day long from people. And it, it's honestly amazing to me. And they're, how did you start your journey? What, I don't know where to start, which plant medicine is right for me. And it's, it's getting curious and asking questions. Um, and then the third tip, let's see, I think don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to fail. Don't be afraid to go into the pain, to go into, um, what might really be holding you back from your entire life. Um, don't be afraid. Just go right into the fear. When you're afraid, do it. It means you're supposed to do it. When you're afraid, do it. That means you're supposed to do it. That's yeah. how you feel. Wow. So you I think that I think the things that scare you, you're supposed to be doing. Ah, okay. Okay. So your psychic ability that you have, um, did you feel like you had this ability as a young child or did you just grow into it as you became an adult? I really feel like children, you're going to laugh and whoever watches this is going to laugh. I feel like children are on acid all the time. I really do. They are so magical. They're so in tune. They're so sensitive. It's, there's no wonder why people are drawn to little children and babies, right? They're so, their minds are so imaginative. They're so untainted from the world that they're actually so tapped into their gifts. And it's only when we're getting older that we're taught, stop that. That's just a dream. That's not real. Da, da, da. This isn't a real job. We're taught how to shut all of that off. All of that magic that we have when we're a child is all shut off, right? Because imaginary friends aren't real. You didn't see that thing, but we all have gifts. We all have psychic abilities and we all have gifts and we all can tap into them. We just don't know how to, because we're so shut off as we grow into our adulthood we lose the magic. When we're little kids, we're so busy trying to grow up. And then when we're growing up, we want to be little kids again. And we're going out, we're partying, we're drinking, and we're trying to forget being an adult. So that's the funny thing that I really do think I had these gifts when I was a child. And I don't think we understand them. I think we're just so afraid. We're so afraid of our gifts that we turn them off. 
because we don't want to be weird. We don't want to be different. We don't want to be unique. We're taught to be like everybody else so we can fit in. Right. Absolutely. What do you do for yourself? How do you practice your own self-care, your own self-love? Do you vision board? Do you meditate? Do you do something? I don't, you know, what does that look like for you as a psychic? What does that look like for you? Um, I do a little bit of everything, honestly. Um, I dive into all realms. So for instance, yesterday, all day, I spent the whole day, I did work out in the morning. I took it back. I did work out. Working out is big and important for me. I love working out, whether it's yoga or Pilates or something. I love working out. But the rest of the day, I ate and I just watched TV. And that was meditative for me. It was like my day off. Whereas other days, I'm full-blown in my meditation, giving myself Reiki. I have my crystals. I'm lighting my sage and I'm going, I'm diving in. I'm journaling, I'm doing it all. But I think anything, like, I feel like it's just me. I ask myself what I need that day. And even before this, this podcast, um, for me, what's really meditative for me and what gets my anxiety or my emotions out, I'm singing. I'm in my bathroom singing as I'm doing my hair and makeup and I'm just whatever's coming to my mind and it's soothing me. And that's, that's my meditation for the day. And I think that could look different for anyone. Sometimes it's cooking. Sometimes I'm just, cooking a meal. And as I'm cooking that meal, I'm, I'm really putting all of my energy to it to nourish me. Right. So I feel like anything that we do can be self-care. I'm, I'm big on self-care. I'm a girly girl. I like getting my nails done. I like, you know, doing masks and facials on myself. And all of that to me is so important because when I'm hustle and go, 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 sometimes I'm working or I'm shooting nine hours a day. So I'm really trying to give myself more of those days where I go and get a massage. I go to the spa and I do nothing. I sit in front of the TV and shut my brain off for five hours, you know? I love it. I love it. What's next? What's next for you? I don't know. I feel like I'm in like this transitional phase right now. Um, I, I just started practicing feng shui, which is another modality that fascinated me. Um, so it's like right now it's very quiet, but I have a pot of bubbling water behind me and that's part of my feng shui. I'm really into any way that I can advance in my own healing and then bring that back into my careers, my practice, helping others. I want to dive deeper into my practice, um, with Reiki and coaching and the channeling and spiritual advising, because it really is my passion. And I, And I'm told every day when people come to me and they're looking for Reiki and they're looking for plant medicine that I'm like, okay, I'm supposed to do this. People are coming to me and I'm guiding them. So I know for stamped in my mind, that is just, that's my calling, whether what happens with it. Um, Right now I've been taking a, a couple months off of actually doing Reiki, which is perfect because I've been just going back to my own healing. Like I said, I, I like doing plant medicine. I like healing for myself. Um, modeling. I think I'm always going to model. I think it'll just transition as I'm getting older. I think it'll just change and transition. Um, singing. I really, right now I'm really looking to get back into the studio and record, um, maybe even have my own meditations, my own recorded meditations. Um, so anything that's really like podcasts, these are always fun for me. I love sharing my experiences and helping people. Um, I have my own YouTube channel, I just, I just dive in wherever I feel, you know, is 
is a calling wherever, even if one person watches it and they're like, oh my God, this was amazing. Perfect. I helped one person. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Can you finish this sentence? I am a. I don't know why the first, the first thing that I had, the first thing that came to my mind intuitive. I am a rebel that came to me. I'm a rebel. (laughs) All right. And a master of. Ooh, manifestation. Okay. Who can control my own destiny? (laughs) Destiny. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. I like wrap up with a segment that I call tell and tell, which is a play on the word show and tell. What is something that you can tell us about yourself that you have not shared with the world just yet? A secret, if you will. Ooh, put me on the spot. That's a good one. A secret that I should share with the world. That's really tough. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I don't have any secrets. I'm like, I'm like, I know I tell the world I'm double jointed, which is strange. I know I like hold a pen funny. I do really strange things, but I think I've shared all these with the world. What's a secret? Um, I don't know if it's a secret, but this is something that I, I actually am deeply, deeply shy. Like when it comes to singing in front of like a large group of people, I have severe, this is fine for, I have severe stage fright when it comes to singing and I want to get over that fear. Okay. Okay. If someone wants to follow along in your journey, how do they go about doing so? I have, I, I think I have every platform you could possibly think of except for Snapchat. Um, I have Instagram, I have Facebook, I have Twitter, I have YouTube, I have my own website. I, I think I have everything. <laughs> Pretty much everything is Melissa Lori. Lots of fake accounts, so do not follow fake accounts. Only follow me. Um, but yeah, I think I have pretty much every platform. Actually, that's not true. I shouldn't say that. There's so many platforms, right? I have the basic, the basic platforms. Okay. All right. Well, I will be tuning into your platform so that I can Thank follow. Journey. I'm sure that everyone else along will be joining along as well. I Thank really, you. really, really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your journey with us and just taking us into your world a bit. I really appreciate that. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. This has been such an honor. I I really enjoyed every question, every moment. Oh, I enjoyed it too. I'm really big on spirituality more so than anything. And so that's a big part of this show. And I think that it's amazing that I could have you, you know, be part of that experience. Absolutely. I think it should be a part of everybody's life because we are, we are spiritual. We are spiritual beings. Every, everybody, the, the biggest question, which always makes me laugh is, how do I become spiritual? I'm like, you are, you, you are spiritual. It's, it's tapping in, just tap in and you will be it. How do you suggest someone does that? How do you tap in? How would you suggest that before we leave? I think, like I said, I think getting quiet with your thoughts is the best way is really getting quiet, whether that's yoga, meditation, Reiki, whatever your practice to, to quiet down the, the monkey mind, the, the anxious mind of the thoughts. So you can really hear your intuition. We can hear intuition. We just block it all out with the drugs and the sex and the food and the alcohol. So we're constantly blocked and we're not hearing ourselves. Our gut is our, our intuition is our brain speaking to us. That's why instantly when you talk to me, my intuition throws a word right back at you. And we all have that power. So I think it's just figuring it out for every person is really quieting your mind and really figuring out what you want and who you want to be in the world, how you want to show up every day. 
Absolutely. You're so right. Well, I appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. Please come back on again. I'd love to just follow you along with your journey again. I appreciate it. And thank you so much. I would love to. Thank you for everything. Well, that's it for this episode of the Journey Told Show. I would love to leave you with words that my father would so often say to me, and that's to be the best version of you that you can be. Until next time, folks, let that sizzle in your spirit.